Welcome to Anchored Daily. In our Imago Day series, we're learning what it means to be image bearers of God. In our reading plan, we're focusing on who God is and exploring some of God's attributes. We'll also consider which characteristics are God's alone and those we're called to reflect as His image bearers. Have you ever looked back at your life and seen God at work in ways you couldn't see at the time? As a kid, we had a neighbor, an old woman named Rosie, who stayed in a mobile home next to our house during the summer. She always had a bowl full of butterscotch or peppermint candies and welcomed us over to visit. She was just so nice. Later, I found out she was actually our landlord. She sent me a birthday card every year I can remember. Even after we moved out, she continued to send those cards every year. I prepared to leave for Germany after high school on foreign exchange, and she sent a card with a little aluminum cross in it that I could tuck in my wallet. Life with my host family in Germany turned out to be hard, like verbally abusive hard. And that little cross tucked in my pocket was an anchor for me, knowing that God was with me and people loved and cared for me. And no matter what these people said about me, I knew that Rosie was still going to love me enough to send me a birthday card. Her faithfulness was an anchor when I felt adrift, even though it was kind of just a piece of paper once a year with some nice words on it. Anchor Daily family, this is Sarah Landon. Thanks for joining me today as we reflect on God's faithfulness. I consider Rosie to be just a whisper of the example we have in God's faithfulness. If Rosie was faithful, God has been faithful times infinity. I don't think I fully appreciated God's faithfulness until I studied Genesis and God's covenant with man. See, God makes promise after promise to us in the Bible, and a few of the big ones show up in Genesis. In Genesis 4, the account of man's fall, God curses the serpent and declares in verse 15, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Basically, Satan will hurt man, but man will destroy Satan. That was eventually accomplished by Jesus. Maybe you'll remember from the very beginning of Genesis, when God says something, it's as good as done. God spoke the universe into existence. And when God speaks a promise, it happens, period. The second example from Genesis is God's covenant with Abram. There was a tradition in those times where two parties would sacrifice animals, cut the animals in half, lay the halves split, and walk between the halves, essentially signifying that if they broke their side of the bargain, they would be split in half just like those animals. A pretty serious commitment. Well, God causes Abram to fall into a deep sleep, and God passes through the halves alone, essentially saying, I promise to fulfill this covenant on my own. Let the punishment come only on me. Sound familiar? Maybe it sounds a little like what Jesus did on the cross, taking all of the punishment on himself for what we deserved, asking very little in return. 
that we simply believe and receive his exchange of our sins for his righteousness. And no, by the way, that was the fulfillment of hundreds of promises made by God through the accounts in scripture. God doesn't string us along only to disappoint us. He makes good promises and follows through until they are fulfilled. We have the benefit of being able to look back at hundreds and thousands of years of promises fulfilled. The Bible gives us the privilege of remembering God's faithfulness in myriad circumstances. There's an example of God's faithfulness to every type of person, men, women, children, parents, the poor, the powerful, the sick, the slave, the religious, the Gentile. Apparently, there are more than 7,000 promises from God in the Bible. Because of this evidence, the author of Hebrews was able to say in Hebrews 10.23, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter your situation, it honestly doesn't depend on you in the least. God's faithfulness, just like in his covenant with Abram, has nothing to do with us, but everything to do with him. He is faithful. Full stop. So take heart today. God is faithful. We can trust him. The God of the universe is not capricious. He will not toy with you or betray you. We may not see his promise fulfilled on our schedule, but we can be confident that he will do what he says. Would you pray with me? Lord, in our world, it seems there is very little we can trust. It seems so uncertain and unpredictable. You, Lord, stand in sharp contrast and give us a solid foundation to rely on. We can hold fast to your promises because you are faithful, regardless of how we show up or where we find ourselves. Lord, help us to trust in you, remember your faithfulness in the past, and walk confidently in the hope only you can give. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks again, family. God bless you. Oh,